0: his face to the crowd inwardly lamenting the loss of his anonymity as he did so Lord Isen shouted someone else hesitantly at first and then with increasing vigor as more men and women joined him the cheers rolled into a greeting fit to hail the arrival of a king in response to this adulation Isen experienced an intense pride bursting within his breast for which he immediately felt foolish the people will embrace you Ledrin had told him but you have to give them a reason to believe you're a leader who should be followed. It was often possible to accomplish this, he had gone on to explain, with nothing more than an object, something capable of conveying the authority of the ruler who held it. It was the reason why a king wore a crown, but it could be any symbol, a ring, a scepter, a royal cloak or mantle. In Isen's case, they would begin with a very impractical set of burnished ceremonial armor. Ison wanted to disagree, feeling it was wrong to reduce strength, power, and leadership to something so trivial. But Ledrin's strategy was working, and Ison was forced to admit that the commander had been right. Perhaps these people would accept him, but then they had little choice in the matter, and neither did Ison. Ledrin had seen to that. Despite continued hindrance from the growing crowds and the considerable remaining distance to the Adorn family crypts, where his grandfather had been prepared for internment. Isen did not feel the slow passage of time as he traveled. His mind was distracted by the many ways in which his life had been so abruptly altered, and he was still working to resolve himself towards the inescapable changes that were yet to come. He would be required to resign his commission with the Sidra Corps before officially assuming control over House Adorn. Strict rules, both by the traditions of the Sidra and the requirements of the nobility, precluded the option of remaining in one while belonging to the other. The walled perimeter of Aylesgate, the Adorn ancestral home, appeared to grow larger as Ison approached. Complete with its own expanse of green gardens, a towering central castle, and a scattering of aged buildings that included the Adorn family crypts, it was a refuge from the conglomerated structures that were built up all around it. Older than the rest of the city, this fortified property commanded a high hill that overlooked the entire region— However, in consequence of its placement near the western walls of the port citadel, Aylesgate appeared small from Ison's current vantage point, where it suffered under unfair comparisons with its much older and far more imposing backdrop. Five banners flew beneath the white sword crest of House Sidorn above Castle Aylesgate's highest tower, signifying the presence of contingents from all five of the vassal houses sworn to Ison's family. Included among these were Lord Tevern's Black Spear and the three silver overturned drinking cups of House Ansat, just above the red and gold falcons of House Afnir. Below these were the houses of lower rank, most notably the two standing pillars that represented the union between the Baron of Udras and the daughter of the late Lord Morvind, with her territories on the north of Emmonsvale. Lower still was the stylized, gray-winged dragon of House Novan, and almost irrelevant at the very bottom was a green tree against a white background, the sign of Baron Gensir and House Hemir. The men of these houses were here to honor the passing of their lord. The question that remained was whether they would swear loyalty to Isen. Normally, those oaths would have been counted on as a matter of mere formality, but Isen knew that Teverin had openly voiced a preference for seeing Isen's younger brother Bayanin made the next leader of House Adorin. Given an opportunity, Eisen might have agreed. Bayanin was better immersed within the inner circles of the noble houses of Narador, and though it could have been argued that he was too young, he was quite possibly better prepared for the role than his older brother. Of greater importance, where Eisen resembled his father, Adan Eldoran, with dark foreign skin and unusual gray eyes, his brother had lighter Edoric features inherited from their mother, Kairith Adoran's daughter. Bayonin possessed the height, light hair, and bright penetrating blue eyes that their grandfather had been renowned for, and he looked the part of an aristocrat and prince. Ison was the soldier, having spent his entire youth and what little adulthood he had experienced in the service of the Sigil Corps. His training under their care, valuable as it may have been, had not in Eisen's mind truly prepared him for the world he was being asked to enter. It felt to eisen at times as though he had been deliberately isolated— so much so that he had developed very few relationships with anyone outside the Sigil Corps. Passing through an opening between a pair of heavy gates, Isen crossed into Ailes Gate and left the crowds behind. The citizens would be allowed in tomorrow so that they could pay their respects to the Duke before he was sealed away in his resting place, but for now they were denied entry. Only ranking.